Welcome to the Honest Wargamer. Oh, this is James. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to the Owen Jackson Show. That's right. It is the Hammer Time 8 list preview show with our man, Owen Jackson. Hey, Owen, how are you? Oh, Rob, I'm good. You know I feel awkward when you give me all this build-up thing. I'm just yeah. another fan of Warhammer who puts on tournaments. Um, me too. You're- you're, you're the Rob Simons in that case, right? And in the chat, we've got the T-Man Cash, the Grim Slacker, the MJ Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Just... And the Ridge, the Ridge of Sigmar has just resubscribed for six months, so I appreciate you loads. Uh, and thank you, everyone, for joining us today. We're going to be talking about the lists, which, we, which will be performing tomorrow at Hammer Time 8, a two-day TTS event run by Owen, and we're very, very much looking forward to it rob kelly i agree with you rob Simes is just a poor man's owen jackson though that's the truth and that's fine with me that's right uh, can you confirm that your coverage at the weekend won't be in 1080p <laughs> fucking americans that's an entire joke there pete thanks for bringing it up um <laughs> it probably will be in 1080p that's right i know worth talking well, hey. about so uh, if, if any of the games are half as good as, as what we covered last week, where, you know, the viewers and the players are in for a good time, right? Um, yeah, it's good, good, good. The state, the state of the game, whilst everyone gets a bit salty, I think the game is in generally a good place. So we should have some really good games and there's lots of interesting armies and stuff, right? There's a good spread across the weekend. Yeah, really good spread across the weekend and also some actually really fascinating lists. Really, really looking forward to talking about some of them. Um, there's, a, there's a real nice kind of vibe to it, Owen, actually, I think. Uh, and also, um, thank you to Stu for resubscribing. Bit of a bit of a shout out to the Honest Wargamer crew uh, attending. Pete, um, Dayton, MJ, bringing some power. Like, not messing around on some of the lists, which I think is quite exciting to talk about. Um, uh, but yeah, some Norwegian dude said, man, I had to pull out last minute. Hope to get playing the next one. I'm, I'm sure you will be able to. I'm sure there'll be more in the future. Haley Bromley uh, and hello to everyone. I'm playing this weekend and after looking at some of the lists, I'm absolutely terrified. <laughs> there is some power in there. But Owen, very quickly, uh, just before we get started, Bellacore's War Scrolls just uh, leaked. I don't know if you've caught up with it. No? Have you seen it? No, by chance? no, no. Talk to me. Let 14 me, uh... wounds, four up save. Uh, basically, 14 wounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same profile. Yeah, like everything's basically the same. Oh, Ethereal. So six attacks, threes and threes, rend one, two damage. Eight attacks, threes Eight and threes, attacks. rend okay. one, two damage. Uh, so like a more fighty, but just going to be more points. Looks like a good war scroll. Don't know if you've got any kind of initial thoughts. Uh, initially, the one change that I saw, which is really strong, and when you couple it in with his increased base size, is... Um, in Legion of the First Prince, it does seem like they're porting over the Wrath of the Everchosen stuff. I have to dig into it. But one thing that I saw is that he can now summon any, you can summon any demon from him. Yep. So, Plague Bearers, Blood Letters. And then when you factor that in with, you know, the big base and the flying move, he's actually, you know, helpful for that for that summoning, um, you know, the, the roll the 3d6 and get the summon. I would have expected him to have a bit more output, um, to be honest with you. Um, so I think he's quite a good interested. profile. But it's not. I guess. I guess some people were thinking that he was going to be like an Archeon equivalent level of output, which is, to be honest, a pretty significant level of output, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and ultimately that level of output has to really be balanced with also making him being able to survive enough to ever do that level of output. So there's a lot of overlapping rules stacked onto Archeon. 
Whereas, like, the utility piece, which Bellacore really was before for 240 points uh, in able to shut down armies, I guess is kind of an interesting piece that, like, Slaves to Darkness, this are going to lose that now. And also even allied armies, um, like, not allied armies, but, but he moves more into kind of the Glottos range. Um, we don't know his points yet, but I imagine we're going to move more into the Glottos range of points. I mean, if it was done by the Sin guy, it could just still be at 240 points. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I think the points is the key, though, much like what um, Dwarf Penguin in the chat says, you know, all depends on the points, really. Um, if he's not had a huge boost um, and there aren't loads of pages and pages of additional rules and stuff, then I would expect him to be sub 400, which still means you've got that real flexibility about putting him into chaos, you know, mixture of chaos lists. I would be sad to see that go away, to be honest with you. Um, I think so as well. I think it brought some real good utility to Chaos Lists, so I can I can understand the reasoning. But, like, more, as we know, going on in the future, I think it really, like, because you can summon anything from him, it means you can run a Legion of the First Prince list, like, much more competently, which I think is quite cool. Him and Kairos in a list summoning Pink Horrors, that's the future. Big fan of that. That's going to be really good, so that'll be, that'll be cool. Um, uh, yeah, so just a little bit of a boost it will see there. Um, everyone's guessing at 360 points. We'll find out tomorrow, or actually probably even later tonight. Maybe later today, uh, but it'll be good. 38, 380 points this is going to get, or the same as 38 croaks. <laughs> right, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the list from this weekend, Owen. So how many players, can you take us through kind of some of the basic information? How many players we got? What battle plans we playing? Yes, so I think a combination of um, you know, nice weather and obviously the UK is opening up a little bit more and obviously people have got real life stuff, but we've had a real a drop in players. We went from 108 down to 74, which, you know, if I was uh, egotistical or whatever, I'd be a bit disappointed, but I'm not. I think 74 players all playing online is going to be wicked. So, um, yeah, we've got um, a real mixture um, across the 74 players. We've actually got 22 different factions. Um, so... You know, there's a nice bit of diversity there. Um, but then, yeah, we do have all the usual suspects. And what I'm going to do, I'm just going to put the link in the chat to the lists and the stats and all sorts of stuff. So if people want to follow along at home, read read about a list more in depth, then there's a link there. Um, but yeah, effectively, we have, um, you know, uh, 74 players and then all the usual suspects, Rob. I'm sure through re reading through it, then, you know, We've uh, top top of the tree. We've got nine zinch lists. We um, do. We I mean, do. It, it, in a previous tournament, we had a similar amount of zinch, and they all it was a one day, I believe, and there were loads of two ones. And a lot of people were like, oh well, where, why, how did zinch you know come unstuck or whatever? Um, but over the course of this, obviously, it's the first ever um, five game hammer time tournament, so that real test of a, of a list, you know, and and that hot house of playing it all over a weekend and you know really grinding. Um, so it'll be interesting to see these uh, zinch. So yeah, nine zinch. Um, that's the top chaos uh, and obviously the top overall. Uh, then we've got six Lumineth Realm Lords. Um, I, I have got a number of players get in touch and say, "Oh look, because the, the headline is there's no broken realms techless. Um, yeah, nobody could use in in a Hammer Time tournament moving forward, um, physical or digital. If the if the FAQ is not out, I'm afraid you can't bring it just because." You know, GW. Same, same, by the way, for any Honest Wargamer or TSN events. Like, if the FAQ is not out, you can't play with it. It's the right way to go. Should be for 40k, for, should be for Sigma, should be for any game. Like, so, yeah, 100% on board with that. So, even saying that, there are six Lumineth players. Um, and then running down through, I mean, it's the it's the, it's the the four order powerhouses of Lumineth, Seraphon, Caradron Overlords, and Daughters of Cain. 
Um, I've got to say though, not there. No, Ideneth, really. Why yeah, Ideneth not, not in there. And actually, uh, when we go and do the Age of Sigmar Stat Center on Monday, uh, we've had like six or seven events kind of like plugged into our stats machine at the minute, and uh, Ideneth right at the top. Like, like currently, we've still got more events to plug into him, uh, but sat on a seventy percent win rate. So, and we're retroactively plugging those stats in. So as we go back, uh, I'm sure that's going to drop down a little bit, but it's definitely not going to drop below sixty. So interesting. And some of them are also very fun. I'd actually say that the or like the order breakdown is one of the most interesting. This. Well, the order breakdown is very interesting because of the armies that we see and the spread of sub-factions. They're a lot more broad than we've seen in the past. And also, if we go over and look at destruction, um, uh, there's even like there's a, a nice mix of destruction armies as well. Like It's a really fun meta. There is lots of very different armies and lots of very different things to say, which I think is really cool. Like Honestly, the only negative, if, there's, if you want to call it a negative, is the KO. The KO are like, it's Zifflin, baby. Like, there is another version of KO, and I am going to taunt, not taunt, tout. I am going to shout about a faction which I think you'll be surprised about me being excited about today. That's right. Tune in for number seven. You'll be surprised. It's, uh, there's, uh, but the, there's a nice spread across the armies, right? Like, the sub-factions in the different factions. So it's not just, other than KO, there's a lot of mixtures, right? It's not everyone's running an archetype. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are, yeah, there's diversity within the sub-factions and, you know, people are, I think, you know, this, we've been doing these TTS events for quite some time now. And whilst you have players that come in, some people it's their first ever event and some people it might be their 10th TTS event. And by that point, they might be, you know, a hardcore Fire Slayers player. Or they might be a hardcore Seraphon player or, or, or some sort of Auric player. And they just, you know, they, they know what, what the core of their book does and they, and they like the way that the, the play style is, but they're deciding to just have a little, you know, a little detour into this battalion or a little detour into this other different sub-faction. Um, and I really respect that because there's, you know, you can, if you've got a really good list and it's very much, you know, operates well into lots of stuff that's good in the meta, there's nothing saying you just don't keep bringing that list again and again and again, um, you know. Especially uh, to practice it as well. Like if you're gonna grind out, if you're gonna grind out a list or even an army to practice, to be like, I'm gonna try and run this as well as possible. I think that there's loads of legs just saying like, I'm just gonna run the same thing time and time and time again. Obviously, you want your lists in some ways to be iterative. You want like you want to like improve on one list to the next. But like I do think that there's something to be said for sticking with a list for a while to understand what it is that you're like the units can do and achieve. Um, so I think there's something in that. Let's be honest. Um, but there are gits lists, 100% Age of Sedmar. I promise you there are gits lists. Uh, there's a bunch of different lists. So should we, should, we, should we go through them? Can you tell us the battle plans before we... Because you've announced them ahead of time, right? I have, yeah. Um, just one last point on the, um, the, the overall meta. Uh, um, uh, in terms of destruction and death, it's the usual suspects. We've got four ogre mode, ogre, more tribes, four gloom spike gits, and yep. then um, three Ossiarch bone reapers. Um, and as a little sort of overarching thing, just because named characters and those big bads are, um, are people like to know what's going on. So we've got seven Archeons, Rob. Nice. We have five croaks. We lost a croak this morning, much to the jubilation of the rest of the field. <laughs> it's like we've <laughs> got one down, boys. <laughs> uh, so we've lost a croak. Uh, we've got four Teclases. Uh, we've got three Shadow Queens. But most importantly, Rob. Um, I'll, I'll name check the player, a wonderful, uh, I don't know if it's a lady or a gentleman, called Azura, 
bringing yep. the one Star Blood Rat, best named character in the game, Star Blood There Rat. we go. Uh, Sir, Sir Jekt in the chat. I don't know if that is you as a player, but he's like, Scar, show me Scar. Sh Scar is playing great named character. Um, probably the most abused unit in its own army ever. Yeah, man. Scar gets licks turn one every game from the start. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, the first, like turn the the big balls turn one play is blood sacrifice scar. Run your own wrath axe through him. That gives you three blood tithe. Then roll the eight. He pops up anywhere on the board outside of nine with five blood letters or, uh, t t sorry, yeah, with five blood letters to go with him. That's uh, that's always fun. Um, yeah, and as as uh, Sir Jekt FFX says, always worth it. Yeah, great, great. Always fun. worth it. The poor yeah. fella. I've never seen anyone more more abused in their own list. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, sweet. Yeah. What? So yeah. What were the battle plans? So battle plans. Uh, we yeah. As a first, there's a few firsts here. You know me. I never much like people who change their lists all the time. I never like to keep the format exactly the same. So I've done the battle plans in advance. So round one, we're playing Star Strike. Um, round two, we're playing Scorched Earth. And don't hate me, Rob. I don't even know if you know this. But we're going for classic standard D3 burn on Scorched Earth. What the hell? Why? I don't know. There is an argument, I've, and I've heard it from a few people, to say you know that, that the D3 burn really does give somebody in an unfavorable matchup at least a glimmer of hope. So you know that was quite a, um, a sort of a, a telling argument. That was quite a you know I, I kind of I was like oh yeah okay. Did this did this person that. all play also play loads of Sylvaneth at one point in their life? Because yeah. <laughs> sorry, forgive. No, please, no D three. I just think you know. Also, Rob, in a time of um, I do this, I do that. I use destiny dice. Let's have some randomness. Make randomness great again. That's what I'm saying. So um, okay, you know. Okay. Okay. All right. That's like. Okay. We'll see how it goes, eh? We will see how it goes. Um, and then round three is battle for the pass, and then on into Sunday. Uh, shifting objectives is round four, and then my favourite game is uh, Total Conquest, which is round five. So yeah, a, a decent spread of, of battle plans, I think. It, but some of them benefit leaders, some of them benefit battle lines, some of them benefit speed, some of them benefit resilience. Um, yeah, I think those are my picks for, 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 for the missions at the moment. Yeah, so uh, one of the questions in the chat is, how has the player base reacted to the pre-planned battle plans? Because it's the first time um, you've done it, right? Have you had any feedback about it? No, no, no feedback, negative or positive. Um, I, I think that it, it, I do like the argument that it gives, again, uh, books which might, if, if you play it into random plans, there are certain missions where it's just like, well, I just simply can't win that. So the mid-tier or lower-tier books being able to, you know, uh, tailor their lists to, to, to be able to operate in all of these battle plans at least means that they've got a, a fighting chance uh, from the start. Do you know what I mean? Rather than just going, oh, well, I can't win this mission because I've got, you know, three places of arcane power and I've got no, you know, I've got two heroes who have five wounds each. So, yeah, it's and also it does seem like it's very much something over in, you know, um, Europe and in Australia and in other places around the world. It's very much the done thing. So, um, you know, announcing in advance. So whatever, you know, we'll. we'll and I mean, we'll... if anyone, me and you, me and Owen are Europhiles, uh, we actually uh, we have planned in November a, a three day disco weekend in, uh, I think, Norway. I'm not sure that's set in stone yet but uh expect us there if anyone's going to be there we'll be we've got citizens of nowhere baby citizens of nowhere citizens of nowhere in a felt suits it's going to be a great time 
some Norwegian dude says I'll be there right okay so if we kind of talk about uh, the lists uh, in the meta as we go um, uh, can I talk about destruction first because it's really exciting please do yeah so for clarity Rob's had a good look at destruction and order and I've had a little look at chaos and death so that's kind of where we're at so um, yeah talk to me man what's the destruction meta like okay um, (laughs) so we've we've got three bone splitters lists which is quite cool uh, right, um, and I quite like that. There's not loads really to talk about when it comes to those. There's an ice bone and there's a bone grins list. I actually didn't read the bone grins list because it wasn't formatted right, um, so I just I just didn't. So, uh, but the uh, there's a big rook and a snagger rook going on in the ice bone list. I think it's okay. I think it's fun to explore those. I just think oftentimes what you really come up against there's also a drag foot list as well one of the things that they almost always come up against is not having the output and one of the things that i know that you've said is really relevant at the moment is having we've talked about the dps check a lot we've also talked about bodies on the board and wound sinks and really i think that it just doesn't have that it kind of has the bodies and the wounds but it doesn't have the other side of it uh so it's cool that they're there i just for me personally i think the bone splitters armies are up against it uh, and I'd like to see I'd like to see them do well. I just think um, there's not much there really. Now the gloom spike gits. Let me tell you, these guys have gone to town. There's such a, a difference. So there is uh, 40 boingrots in a jaws of mork list, uh, in four lots of ten in a double squigglelanch battalion. So two squigglelanches as well. Um, so there's loads loads of uh, mortal wounds on the on the charge. Uh, there's lots of randomness to it, which I think is quite interesting. I like it, but I think I prefer the other list. Uh, 120 stabbers. Oh, gosh. Yeah. With 20 Boingrots, two units of Sneaky Snufflers, Web Spinner on Arachnorok, Scuttletide. Like, it's a bit of a classic with the Boingrots being different, but it's a lot of wounds, and it's also, like, you don't see it much. I know probably the reason we don't see... Uh, um, uh, we don't see gets much at all really it's because of more tech crawlers more tech crawlers are like <laughs> fuck you uh, which sucks right <laughs> but I have like, to on, that, on that note I think that Lumineth are more of a prevalent threat in terms of the bravery debuff and shutdown mechanics as well like I would, yes. moving forward as a gits player I'd be more worried about being paired into Lumineth than uh, or, or have the, the, the potential for being paired into Lumineth rather than being paired because they shut down the magic and they, you know, shut down all your stuff because you're crap bravery. But um, yeah, uh, crawlers can do a lot of work. But I think there's only one crawler in the whole tournament. So hopefully those stabbers are going to be living a charmed life. That's what I was going to bring up. That That's not in there. So I think that, that's interesting. So yeah, the stabbers having a charmed life and the Boingrot's doing the work. So love that list. I think it's great. I also like the Boingrot's list as well. It's just like there's, there's just that element of randomness to it. And I like the stability. That's a me thing. I like the stability of the two blocks of 60. I'm just like, control the board, lads. And then fight when you want to fight. Um, and then uh, there are two brave, noble Trogoth players uh, playing at this event, uh, full of Trogoths. I don't have anything to say. Trogoth War Scrolls are fine. They're not great. They're gonna have. They're gonna try their hardest. Archie emotes in the chat, please, uh, for for people trying their hardest. Love it, but I think it's good. Now, um, uh, also, my man Pete Pratt is playing with a with a pr- pretty classic uh, Iron Jaws list as well, which I quite like, and he's allied in a unit of Grots. So technically, we can call that a Grot win, and I'm cool with that. There's a Blood Tooth list, yeah with my angels with two lots of 20 brutes 
two units that are 520 points in an Iron Fist. It's mental. Like, I mean, and that, Leo's well, just spat, spat out his coffee somewhere in the UK, <laughs> wherever Leo says <laughs> that, that meme, <laughs> because uh, he's not a fan. Of, but in Blood Tubes, they've got the quick duff amulet, haven't they? So they've got that auto teleport. So 20 brutes are getting in, um, yep. which sounds pretty scary right they get bonuses to charge not as good as uh not as good as the um the ard boys but, because um, they've got the banner yeah. for the charge yeah. or the drum for the charge whichever but you're right but it's yeah balls out on that list it's really good so they, yeah they only get the plus one but i just really like it i think it's it's cool um it, it'll be horrific having 20 brutes stuck it right in front of you on turn one uh so yeah i think that's that's super cool however i think probably like the big takeaway is what's happening with the Ogre Moor tribes. Ogre Moor tribes, a bit of a sleeper book for the past two years, really. You know, people running Stonehorns, some people were going 4 and 1. That's the thing. And now everyone is going to town after the success of Stuart last week, um, running his Icefall Yeti. So Pask, Arman Pask, is running a Stuart adaptation. So he's uh, still got the Yetis, he's still in Winterbite, but he's running some units of Mournfang in addition as well. He does love a cheeky couple of Mournfang. So they're in that list in addition, which I think is is very fun. And not focusing in so much on the Icefall Yetis, who are still there. They're still the Thunder Tusk, um, and, and that's fun. And then we've got two th- Thunder Tusk lists. We've got one with seven Thunder Tusks, and then one with six Thunder Tusks, which is just amazing and they're both in bold ahead as well so obviously got that plus one wound um there's a lot of mortal wounds coming out of that army uh, or out of those armies and uh, i'll be very excited to see those play and then just to finish it off as if it wasn't enough there's there's an underguts army with four stone horns uh so you've got a character and then you've got three stone horn beast riders and then four iron blasters as well and also there's a um a butcher so they can get off the spell which is just wild like absolutely wild uh i feel like it's 480 points wasted on four iron blasters but like i'm kind of into it hey, like do you know what? do you know who's running that as well who that's that's daniel that's mr 4d chess who's normally a zinch yeah daniel also yeah so, i wrote it down yeah yeah so he's obviously got something i know he likes to shoot he plays a lot of 40k uh but he likes lists with with guns so he's played cities lots of cities lists with loads of crossbows and things like that and then obviously there's each list you can fit quite a bit of shooting but this is very elite for him there's no summoning um so i'll be really intrigued to see how that goes and underguts still legit right i mean james boots went 4-1 at slaughter just before lockdown with underguts um and i think people are a bit disappointed by the output, perhaps, from the uh, the lead belchers. Um, but um, it's a quite a unique underguts list, that one, isn't it? With the, cause yeah, because this is not focused. This is not focused on the lead. Ride. Yeah, so it's three Stonehorn Beast Riders, obviously Frostlord on Stonehorn as well. Uh, and then you're right, the the Iron Blasters. So instead of focusing on what underguts gets you in for the lead belchers and instead focusing on those iron blasters like i say they're 120 points each so it's 480 points for those iron blasters they've got eight wounds four up save they've got one shot though that hits on a four but it does do d6 damage however in underguts you can make it so they can have two shots which is pretty good so you can go pretty wild with it it's i mean and then it's just got like three units of dogs or something like like a frost sabers like it's got nothing else in the list but you can also obviously get off the spell where you can do the mortal wound impact hits from the iron blasters so there's all those impact hits coming out of those things and like we saw 
uh, at the weekend, that Frostlord and Stonehorn, or even just those monsters, are so good for holding an objective because they're, I'm 10 wounds, you bring on 10 wounds, that's fine. This this 10 wounds will also beat your 10 wounds off the objective because it's a big, beastie monster. So yeah, I think, I, I like, I like all of the destruction players, they're really mixing it up. They're playing different stuff. Like, four Gits players. I mean, that's amazing, right? Yeah, it's really nice to see. And I think that goes to the heart of what any reasonable-sized Warhammer tournament will offer. Like, I think we sometimes get a little bit bogged down with potentially what's going to be happening right up in that top tier. But, um, you know, it's really nice that with, an, with a tournament this big, then it, it, it means that there's room for... You know, you do see like four gits players and you see people bringing some slightly different stuff. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and, you know, destruction players generally are, um, you know, they're a fine breed of person, aren't they? If they, if they take a destruction army, they just want yeah, to play a good old classic game of Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. No tricks. Well, destruction player is someone who you want with you in the post-apocalypse, but not someone who you want to take with you to a wedding. Like, that's kind of where I like pitch them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no yeah. buffet is safe at a wedding from a destruction <laughs> player, is it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, there was a note earlier in the chat. Uh, somebody was asking about whether the games were going to be streamed. Yes, they are. And yeah, we're going to stream the whole weekend, aren't we, Rob? We are. Um, we are. It's going gonna... it's to be really fun. Um, Me and intern Matt are ready to spend two days in one bedroom. Um, it's going to be not the same bedroom. Uh, oh, don't know. See how it feels. Uh, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be really fun. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be streaming those. So that's Destruction. And again, a bit of a theme for the tournament, I think. Very disparate lists. We've talked about this a lot on the show before. We've talked about list archetypes and the sort of lists that you see quite consistently. The Seven Thunder Tusk list, Seven Thunder Tusk list, sorry, is kind of a hot newness, which is quite fun. But I'm very excited about Daniil's list and the Four Stone Horn Iron Blasters. Loving the Brutes lists. Loving the return of some 2017 120 stabbers uh, or 2008, no, 2018. Um, the Trogoths there being there as well is great. So yeah, big fan of destruction at the moment. Uh, so yeah, what's going on uh, in uh, Death? So Death, we've got a smaller representation. Um, we've just got the. Let me see. We've only got the four um, four Death players. So three people bring in the Osser Bone Reapers, um, and then uh, one Flesh Eater Courts player. Um, now uh, Mac Race is uh, the Flesh Eater Courts player from um, the Triumphant Bad Moon Loons. Oh, no, they weren't triumphant. My bad. Apologies, fellas. They got to the final of the Butcher's Tribe tournament uh, and then lost out to the Seraphonies. But, yeah, Matt's a, a very very good Flesh Eater Courts player. Um, and I really like what he's done with his list, Rob. There's some cute little things in there. So he's playing the Royal Mordants, which you see quite often, you know, the Smash Bat build. Um, but he's then got a Royal Zombie Dragon who's got a very... I haven't seen it taken before. He's taken the, the mount trait that basically starts him off the board. Okay. And then he can pop up anywhere outside of nine. Um, and he's got cogs in the list. So everything's insanely fast. So he can effectively drop down a zombie dragon and put nine flayers that can double move in your face. Um, wow. So it's got some... Yeah, I think these days you either need bodies or you need speed to be able to deal with the big, you know, the big bads in the game. Um, you know, your, your, your Zinch Archeon and your Seraphon and... Uh, you know, techless. You need to be able to to storm the castle. So whether you do that through teleports or being hyper fast, um, and, and that's obviously what Blister Skin can offer. So he's got you know plus two move. So the flayers move fourteen. The zombie dragon uh, moves sixteen. Um, he's got the board edge summoning. Obviously, I, I think it's a nice list that one. I expect Matt to do uh, pretty well uh, with, with 
that Flesh Eaters list. Okay. Um, and then Bone Reapers, um, we have uh, one Mortis Praetorian list, so that's the Catacross with um, with 90 Mortec and, and a Harvester, so that's the real grindy attrition list. Um, and then there's two Petrifex lists, which um, obviously I'm a, I do love my Petrifex. So yeah, there's a really nice one, which is um, a Liege with the Shield Core and then 60 Mortec with two Harvesters, so three units. There's a lot of Mortec at this event, Owen. Is this your fault? Uh, I don't think exclusively, but yeah, Mortec Guard are fantastic still. Um, so yeah, there's um, yeah maybe maybe I've contributed a little bit. There's a couple of lists which look quite similar to um, to the sorts of things I've been playing, but yeah, Mortec Guard are still really good. But I think the the choice you've got now these days is: do you want speed, so you go Staliarchs? But I don't think that they have the output or the the tanking in in Staliarchs, so you might get there, but eventually you'll die. Um, or you go full tank, which is Mortis Praetorians for the plus one save and, and you know, Catacross. Uh, or you go for output, and I think output's more fun. So, you know, switching on that bludgeon command ability for the rend um, and, and, and going mental with a big block of 40 Mortec or something is um, is, is a great time. Um, and then there's one Null Myriad. Now, I've, I've been trying to get a hold of the player because his list is actually illegal because uh, it doesn't fulfill the battalion. But um, it, it should be part of the conversation, I think, Noel Myriad. I've played it a few times, and I do like it. It is great, but effectively all you're doing is spending all your RDP stopping your opponent get spells off. Um, so you have the two-up Eldritch Null's ability for the, for the you know, you turn your... Basically, Noel Myriad, all your units get a five-up spell ignore, like Hallow Heart, but then you can spend an RDP and turn it into a two-up. And that's cool, but all, all I've found is you just... You're ending up spending all of your stuff not really enacting your plan just just denying just their stopping plan a little bit. yeah yeah and most and, then, and most of the and most of the spells that we're talking about really are like like bonuses like i if i can make you minus one to hit that's great like i'll take it like it's not key like so like i don't think there are many armies that like are relying on like achieving that aim like we like there was there used to be a nef uh, neferata alpha strike build which specifically was built around that but it really didn't have anything to do with spell casting was to do with the command ability but there was an additional minus one to that you could do from the from the spell law from legion of the gash so that kind of like tied in with it but i don't really see there being many spells that affect units which are like key oh i don't see there being many armies who are developing um like it's not like the old days where there was literally like ones each spell that could deal with a horde and that was it and that's why you saw less hordes uh like like the, there's a lot of utility for dealing with stuff nowadays so i don't think uh, I, I can see what you mean there's there's not enough like lists out there which are really relying on getting that one spell off that it's a big deal right yeah totally um I would say the only counter to that would be uh, the gift of change from Kairos, but I think I'm so anti-Kairos at the moment. I think maybe my my viewpoint on that is slightly. But yeah, getting your block of forty Mortec tagged in by by a, a spawn, um, uh, trying to deny that would be the only big big thing that I would see. Uh, but Null Myriad Catapults is a good teams list. I won't deny that. Um, I just think I, I like to be imposing myself on my plan on my opponent rather than everything being about stopping but yeah um yeah so it's, but it's nice to see right there's there's uh there's 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 four lists there sorry not three and um we've got three different sub factions so um you know the petrifex nerf um uh had did, did have an effect i mean kind of interesting that we're still seeing no legions of nagash like and we've rarely seen legion of nagash this year whether it be in real life at real life tournaments or whether it be on tts 
genuinely hasn't been a thing. And that is a huge portion of most of the armies, uh, like uh, models for or for Grand Alliance death, kind of tied up in there, and and they're not seeing play. Um, also, a little bit sad to see. Um, no uh, Nighthawk, but obviously maybe Broken Realms, uh, we found out uh, already that um, they're, they're getting some sort of updates, which is quite exciting. We know the Haradins have changed now to 90 points for five Haradins. I've just discovered that. And Owen, I know the points of the new Bellacore. Uh, would you like to take a guess at the points live? Um, so he's, uh. gone up by, he's gone up by six wounds. His ability to affect an enemy unit now has gone from a five up to a three up. So. Okay, so what they have to roll a three up to be able to then do something? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> no, I said 150 points. Uh, I'm gonna say he's still ethereal. Be... Still ethereal. Uh, I'm gonna go 340. Ooh, close, 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 close. It's okay. Uh, it is 380. So not bad. I think worthwhile. Him or a keeper yeah. of secrets. Oh, so hold on. Uh, Prop Joe saying in the chat, no, no, no. On a three plus, they can't do anything. Now the Bellacore player needs to roll a three up. Ah, okay, fine. Uh, okay, so yeah, three plus, you can't do anything. Okay, that's great. That's, yeah, yeah, that's still pretty good. But then again, if it's only once per game... Um, Anyway, I'd like to read it in depth to have a proper opinion. But I, but I just glad, thought I'd I'm, throw it in there. I thought I'd throw it in there as we're learning. Hey, I love I love a curveball. Um, uh, but uh, I think it's good, like we said before, uh, it, it, he can now go into all the chaos lists, and I I like that flexibility still. So, cool. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, because we could, we're about to talk about chaos in a minute, so we could talk about him being there. Three eighty isn't a lot. Like it is a lot, but or maybe it is a lot actually in new terms. But fourteen wounds with an unrendable save is muchos gracios. Uh, two cast wizards as well. But we could talk about this another day. Let's not derail the, the what we're doing. But just exciting to hear about it as we go. Now order. Everyone has gone mental in order, and I'm living for it, Owen. Like everyone's <laughs> lost their freaking minds and it's wicked so cities of sigmar we've got three cities of sigmar players we've got one living city list uh and it is great it's got four hurricanums four is so good 50 phoenix guard in like a block of i think it's a block of 20 uh a block of 20 and a block of 10 uh and then there are two ballistas as well so two um uh, stormcast ballistas and i really like that that's so much like so way, way back in the day, I took I took out a tournament uh, running four blisters, and I and I used them as gun platforms. I didn't use them as anything else. Like they've obviously they've got the spell casting, which is nice. They're all wizards, which is obviously brilliant. Um, uh, but like I use them as gun platforms, and maybe their output isn't quite as high as it used to be, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, like they're just mortal wound cannons, especially to travel behind some phoenix guard, uh, and then blisters at the back to keep firing away as well. I think it's wicked. Like and Phoenix Guard with plus one to hit, pretty grim. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I mean, yeah, you're right with those Hurricanes. What's that? That's with the Storm of Shemtech. That's a potential for twelve d three mortal wounds, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Ten and pop, pop them up on a board edge, and yeah, characters beware. <laughs> there's there's some uh, lightning uh, cracking around you because. Uh, 
yeah, they, it's got good scalpels there, isn't it? You can pick out all the heroes, definitely. Um, there's not a lot of bodies on the board, but I know uh, Greg uh, loves a spam list. He always plays some form of spam, so it's nice to see that he's continued that trend. Um, so, yeah. It would look awesome on the table as well. Four carts running forward, just dropping comets from the sky. Just mm-hmm. great work, Greg. Love that. Uh, and then everyone else has also just had a great time. There's two Tempestar lists, and they are in love with Iron Drakes. You've got a 50 Iron Drake list in like a 20... 2010 and then you got hurricane in there as well you got two units of shadow stalkers stonkers sorry you got bridge obviously you've got um uh, a dispossessed hero so you can make these guys battle line so that's a lot of iron drakes i thought when i was reading it and i was like it's in tempest eye obviously so you got the movement um uh like yes yeah, so you got the movement and you like obviously you got hawkeye so plus one to wound in a bubble you've got run and shoot commander believe all those things and then someone just went no how about 60 iron drakes and then 20 Thunderers on top. And I was like, <laughs> I'm in. I'm all the way in. This is a great list. That's that's so many four-up saves for your opponent to deal with already. It's a lot of wounds and a lot of bodies. And it's a lot of range. And if there's no line of sight blocking terrain in the middle of the board, they've just got, as soon as they take the center, they're like, lol, here I am. If you fight me, I'm going to be gunning you down forever. I think it's a wicked list. Um, and will work really well as time goes on. And it was just really different. So I really like it. And we haven't seen people like super commit to the Iron Drakes, at least on TTS recently. I don't know about what, I don't know what you think, Iron, so Owen. So I'm excited to see that play. Yeah, I think um, I know that Colin Cochran, who um, was, was playing a lot of Iron Drakes in Tempest and I believe that it's one of his um, compatriots. It's Shane Ford who's running. Oh, Shane's great. Nice. Yeah, he, he's, yeah, he's running um, the one of the Tempest stylists there. Uh, that's the one with the Thunderers. But yeah, you're right. Once they've um, once they've got on the objectives, they're very hard to shift, and he's got good ways of getting some sweet buffs out of them. So they could be yeah, like say red two. There's an Azeroth for um, reroll ones. He's got plus one to hit, and then he'll have the additional. I believe that you can get plus one to wound um, inside of Tempest Eye. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's not a huge amount of bodies on the board, and it's a lot of dwarves moving four inches. But once they're where they need to be, uh, then they'll kill the world, right? They will. They, that's the point, and I think it's great. And then you go, okay, all right, fair enough. Let's go into Daughters of Cain, new hotness, five armies here from Daughters of Cain, not messing about. And again, they, they've they moved around a little bit. They're still trying to find their feet. You've got a Hagnar list uh, with Marathian, of course, and then a Sisters of Slaughter brick of 30. So it's kind of like the big takeaway, really, from there. Obviously, they can combo uh, really nicely with each other, that Hagnar uh, five up, I think it's still going to be a thing. Um, bringing the Blood Rights table forward. I really like that list. I think they're still playing Hagnar. I think that's very viable. Then there's a Keltnar list. And it's got over 25 snakes in it. It's got Scath Coven and the Cauldron Guard. Uh, and I think it's a 15 uh, and a, a, a 10 um, from the fighting, the, the shooty snakes. Uh, but the Calibron list, the Calibron lists, sorry, um, are all great there's a variety of different uh, like ways to play but there's almost there's always a marathi there's always some fighty snakes uh, not oh, sorry there's always some bow snakes only one person is committed to 15 bow snakes uh, which is our man dayton and then he's put two units of fighty 10 snakes in as well which i think is rough like that's that's we talked about this a little bit of the weekend didn't we when we saw uh, that being played so well and winning the tournament in the, we really think that you can. Like I thought you can play the clever Shadow Stonker game a lot, or you could just go for more output. And I think that that's, he's just gone for more brute strength in the list, and I think that probably will do very well. I don't know what you think. Yeah, 
and and um, I just think I actually tried playing around with a with a Malusi iron scale and ten stalkers in a living city list this week. It was awful, but um, uh, because I'm you know substandard. Uh, but uh, the 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 iron scale is a wonderful piece. Like um, the 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 commandability for two d six run and a still charge later does mean that those sisters are an alpha threat, just the same as Marathi would be an alpha threat. Um, um, the five up save is a problem, um, but it's like a proper glass cannon army. Like it doesn't matter if you've got a five up save if everything on your opponent's side of the board is dead, right? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, and yeah, it, and, and Richard of Sigmar is saying it, and that's true as well. Like, they're not the most survivable, but if they can hit you super hard first. And the key point is, is you can tank anything that's really scary with Marathi. She's not going to die. Like, it's, like, it's not how well she, will she tank. She will 100% confirm tank that. We talk about, like, being able to choose an outcome, like, say, with Destiny Dice Owen. You definitely choose to live in that engagement. Um, so, yeah, I think the, the, the speed there is phenomenal. And also being able to like choose between whether or not you're going to like pump in the shots from the bows. And we saw how powerful those bow shots were. Like, they weren't messing Rampant around, right? Crime. Rampant bow crime. It's, uh, <laughs> Rampant. It's, it's horrible. Uh, yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, the, again, talking about scalpels and hammers and, you know, some of these terms. But those, like a scalpel with a 32-inch threat range, just like, okay, you're a bit annoying. You're getting close to my juicy stuff. Dead dead yeah dead. yeah to be honest you know i think I... there's i think there's very few models in the game that can survive those 15 bow snakes if after the hero and shooting face uh, shooting like like it's definitely none of the five wound characters out there like i think you maybe i don't think you can put enough wounds into like drop something like gotrek like enough dice but quite a few dice like mm -hmm. to be honest but even things like vampire lords on zombie dragons ghoul kings on terror guys they're just going down they're just dropping we saw we saw um uh like vermin lords even we saw a stonehorn and obviously he's frostal and stonehorn starts with a three up saving as a five up dpr so we saw that just drop in a turn which is like you're dead now uh from two rounds of shooting so but uh, you're right you could just take scar blood wrath and that's another blood tithe point that's the answer yeah, that's the answer. Take Scar Bloodrath. He's the one. <laughs> um, one. One note on there is uh, much like what Pete Pratt said in a previous uh, stream we did is that um, they're very they're, the the stalkers are a fine unit of one forty. It's the commandability which pushes them over the edge. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that 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 balance. It's very much like the conversation around Lumineth and Teclis. You know, it's like do you take do you take Marathi? Do you take the Shadow Queen? Or, or do you give yourself more bodies and perhaps a, 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 a few different options in terms of play style um but i think when that when all the chips drop rob and we get back to playing on the table we're gonna see quite a few shadow queens i think she she is still the, the, the... i think we're also gonna see a lot of bow snakes so i'm on your side with that and i think taking the combat snakes as well is one but again nice to see the daughters of Cainless, even though there are five of them spreading around sub faction yeah like three calibrons definitely we've talked about this loads on the show before the innate teleport uh, all the other things that that brings but it's still really 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 good uh now um fire slayers owen get ready yeah so there are there's uh, three fire slayers uh, there's two hermdar of course uh and then there's one vorstar the vorstar one's quite different um it's got a forge brethren and a warrior kimbad in it and it's got 30 volkites as the battle line so three times ten and it's still got a block of 20 i like that i think that that's different we've seen it played a little bit i think it's a cool like trick i like that a lot but i'm gonna say something now 
in a world of everything else, I've been a bit mean over this over time about like the Hermdar Hearthguard lists, and I get it. But actually, the ones that install the two gun haulers, and very much like the KO lists that bring in the twenty Hearthguards, I'm I'm for that because it it, it gives both of those two armies makes them like play a, more of the phases. It doesn't feel so polarizing ultimately. Yeah, and I actually really like the Hermdar li- uh, the Hermdar list. Um, there's one there, and it's got two gun haulers in it. Even to the point where I was like, I'd play that, you know. Like you got your two, like uh, you got your two gun haulers moving around. You've got this like it nails block in the middle, but it's not all eggs one basket. This is what I'm doing with my hearth guard, and that's the end of it. You've got some play with the other stuff, and I think you can be tricksy and fun. And it gives you some movement. It gives you some utility, and I think that I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I'd like to see. Yeah, man. I, I don't know what you think. Uh, well, I think that, again, much like yourself, um, perhaps I've been a little bit sort of like gloss over dismissive of, of, of Fire Slayers because we did have, um, uh, you know, quite a lot of very similar lists coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, if it's OK, well, we're going to return to that Fostarg list later in the show. Nice. OK, yeah, let's do that. And we're, and there, there's some sweet tech in there. There's some there's a there's a white dwarf battalion because that's not normal warrior Kinbad. That's specific Vostarg warrior Kinbad. Which um which which is a white dwarf battalion which is is legal um and um I know Luke in the chat um he can't see him there this is Luke Willoughby's list he plays a load of TTS loads and loads of TTS so he's specking for the meta and and trying to do his own thing and and I respect that so we'll we'll return to that Vostar one if that's okay Rob yeah yeah super uh, okay that's my one. right so I so uh, going into Ideneth very quick there are two lists both of them are Futh one. Um, and uh, <laughs> one of them, honestly, I kept reading it and I was like, there's still more in this list. So Leviadon has got uh, three lots of uh, defensive eels, like three times three, uh, the king, and it's got an Eidolon as well, of course, and then four sharks, three with the razors, uh, razor harpoon shells, and then one obviously with the net. And I was just like, that's a lot of stuff in one list. That's a lot of like defense, it's a lot of threats, which I really liked. And I was like, that's nice. And again, I think you can write most, as long as you're not doing thralls, you can, and I mean, yes, maybe you can do a thrall list, but really the other stuff is so good all across the board. You can just plug any of it in and you've got some really mobile threats, which is, which is, I love, I love, I think it's great. And then there is so, a list with four same, turtles. Rob. So you're saying that the, the Namati heavy lists, you're not enthralled by them, no? <laughs> I just, they just, they just, they dampen my spirits is the the main point uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, the four leviadons right i know that age of sebar in the chat's really disappointed because uh, he hasn't named the player who's bringing them hasn't named them after the turtles which yeah. seems like a massive oversight in my in my opinion i'm not sure what you think rob on that agreed agreed but also i love the idea i was like looking at it, i was like four turtles some min battle line how's that gonna do and i was like do you know what who cares let's find out like that'll be hilarious and also if all four go into like if all four of them go into something turn one not turn one like turn three that's a nightmare for everyone like that's gonna that's gonna be great now on to kind of a bit more boring uh unfortunately is uh carriage on overlords there's five carriage on overlords armies uh there are four with barrack zifflin uh, one of them has taken a spell in a bottle and instead has taken Geminids as opposed to a Vortex, which I think is great. Seeing a lot of Celestant Primes put into these lists in addition. 
So a cheeky Celestine Prime being thrown in there as well. Where there's a there's a few different lists, but there's almost always an Ironclad. There's almost always some Thunderers. Sometimes it's 20 Thunderers, sometimes it's 10 Thunderers, sometimes 15. Um, and then obviously you've got some Arcanauts as well. So I don't think there's much to talk about there. We've seen them a load. But then the Barrack Thring list, I think, is super good. It's got the Prime in as well, again. Then it's got that 20 Hearth Guard and also the character to pop up the 20 Hearth Guard at the same time. And an Ironclad. Like, uh, and then, so it's pretty much your, your KO list, but with those additional elements in. And I quite like that. I thought that's, it's going to be very mobile. You're playing your own game, I think, in that situation. It's very non-traditional. You won't be setting up like, oh, I'm wholly within or whatever. There'll be a lot that you're, you're planning. Um, I'm sure some of it will go wrong and some of it will go right, but it, it feels like it's a very dynamic list to play. Uh, and I'd like to see that play on the tabletop. So I quite like that. I don't know about you with the, the KOs. Yeah, I have written some Thring lists based off the back of... This is Marcus Fredrickson. Now, he's been playing... He did really well, I believe, at the Battle of Copenhagen. He went 4-1. Um, and then he's been popping up at lots of the most recent TTS events. And he's always uh, making that one tweak. So the core of the list stays the same. I'm pretty sure last time he had double Ironclad and 20 Half-Guard Berserkers, which sounds scary as hell. And I think he's now traded out the uh, the Ironclad for the prime and some aether wings and a few more bodies um but yeah i mean the uh the the hearth garden in pop popping up tunneling up with the rune smiter and then the celestine prime popping up and then the boat flying high like there's a lot of threat management that the opponent's got to do and it seems like a fun dynamic way to to, to, to play uh ko so yeah um i'm all about that thring thing definitely <laughs> the three thing okay right moving on left this in defenders uh none uh so moving beyond that uh <laughs> realm lords though again realm lords we're moving it around everyone's having some fun times we've got a eumetrica list uh with stone guard of course Stoneheart king uh and tech list so there's like i think there's like 30 uh stone guard the Stoneheart kings there and tech list like uh, and the battalion as well so We've seen that play as well before. We've seen it play on the tabletop. We've seen it play on TTS. Ah, uh, like, it's fine. Like, it can tank, but I don't think it necessarily has all the output. So if it hit against something like Blight Kings or, I don't know, 10 Pink Horrors, uh, it's probably never going to do the damage it needs to do. Uh, there's two there's two Sire lists, of course. Um, almost all, like a, your traditional uh, archetypes where it's got Teclas and Wardens. Uh, there's also my man MJ. Um, I think is he, yeah, he's gone He's gone for a Zytrek list. There are three Zytrek uh, lists here. Um, there's a tech list, a Stoneheart King, again, a minimum unit. Like, there's, I think there's like two units of Dawn Riders, um, at three units of 10 Wardens. So, like, the, whoever's playing that list has gone for, like, minimal, like, unit size on that. And then they're throwing the Stoneheart King in there as well. And I think that's quite a cool little feature. It's still obviously a Rulian Legion, uh, Auralan, sorry, Legion. And I think it's great. Um, and then uh, I've got there's a no uh, tech list legion list uh, which I think MJ's running which I really really like because it's got um, it's got the Stoneheart King in instead of tech list and then those extra bodies um, is just more wardens uh, a unit of dawn riders just there's just more stuff in the list because he's you know he's saving himself like 220 points and I really like that I thought that that was that was really good I'd really like to see how that plays and then someone has just taken Zytrek and 80 Sentinels. And I'm just living for that. I'm just living to watch that play. I cannot wait to watch it. It's going to be so good. Yeah, really into that. Wow. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think, and, and apologies if I get this wrong, but I think there's a reasonable contingent of, um, of of French players this time around. And I think this is one of the French players. So it might even be the guy who took 
all the sentinels to a French real life event. One thing I would like to put a pin in actually, uh, Rob, is the uh, MJ Pegasus, like I played him and he's a lovely man, but his list is called Total Eclipse from the start. So he's obviously looking to uh, to, <laughs> to stop his opponents. <laughs> So, yeah, I res- respect MJ uh, for his uh, his the name of his list. If, if yeah. Uh, so then, uh, just moving on uh, to to Seraphon. Uh, there's uh, there's a Firelance list. James Beaton again with his Firelance list, uh, still taking that. And then there's another Firelance uh, list as well in Kotal's Claw. Uh, we've got two Thunder Lizard lists, uh, which are quite interesting. And then there's a, a Fangs of there's two Fangs of Sotek lists. One of them with a hundred and eighty skinks. 180 which is quite a lot yeah man that's what happens when you underpoint a really you know useful unit too much uh, that's, um... <laughs> I don't, there's nothing really that stood out to me in any of those lists uh, at all I don't think there was uh, much um, to talk about like we've seen it all before uh, like you know even like James running the finance version of this uh, or even uh, the Thunder Lizard list we've seen that several times before um, there wasn't even a double bastion one of them it was just a bunch of other stuff so like there's loads I mean there's there's other lists we rarely even see what about the Steg build we're still not seeing the Steg build and that's a genuine list like there's some really good lists that you can sidestep in Seraphon and we've still got more to come as we see a new croak. So uh, really uh, looking forward to seeing more Seraphon lists because they're my favorite. I've just decided. Uh, however, go on. What you got to say? There is, a, sorry, there's just two things. It's just yes meatballs in the chat. Uh, once upon a time, once upon a time, there was a light in my list. Now I'm being shot in the dark. <laughs> Nothing I can do. Total eclipse from the start. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Uh, four carnos is also a thing um, there is yeah forgive in the chat uh he um he's gone from the blade guy spam list last time i think he might have taken out an event with ideneth and now his his seraphon list does have um some 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 tweaks i think it's a little bit of fun he's only got 40 skinks four times 10 but then he's got a skink oracle on a troglodon. He's got a knight encounter on a deus arcana. I saw that flying around. I saw that six croxicles. And I also, I know, I also saw who wrote it, and I was like, I'm not fucking with you. I'm not bringing it up today. I'm just let like you take you take your six croxicles. That's fine, yeah, because they're still good even at mm-hmm. the points. Like, um, but we've seen croxicles play as well. Actually, uh, oh god, what's his name? The American. Um, who plays in the UK? Really competent uh, war gamer. Oh, Eric. Uh, Eric, yeah, Eric Hogan. Like Eric fucks with uh, Croxigore all the time. Like, and and Eric solid. He's got a hundred percent win record with that list, man. He hasn't lost a game with that Thunder Lizard list. So, um, yeah. So yeah, like, like I don't, I don't think Croxigore are bad. I see a Croxigore list and I'm like, well, you're not fucking around. I still think they're good. So um, yeah. However, like going into Stormcast Eternals, there is a uh, there's a cool, cute Hammers of Sigmar list, which has got uh, a Star Drake, four blisters, and again the Prime, and then some Min Battle Line. So a lot of Mortal Wounds and Range Threat looking to take that out. But I think the lack of Battle Line will be, uh, and also units to hold objectives will be an issue. However, the Stormkeep Patrol Celestial Vindicators list is maybe my like at least the most interesting list um, like I've seen in a while. It's got loads and loads of different units in it. Uh, which I think so. It's a Stormkeep Patrol one, and it's just it's just covered in units. Like it's got Chameleon Skinks in there. It's got all sorts, um, uh, and I really like it. So I think that's a that's a really interesting list. Uh, if you guys want to go and find that one uh, and look through it, 
Um, oh yeah, I, think... I see. That's Matt Matt Trown's list. Why do I do this to myself? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just quick, quickly fire out some of the stuff that's in that list, Owen, because it's it's brilliant. Yeah. So he's got a Knight Heralda, a Knight Encanter, and a Lord Veritant. Uh, then ten Liberators, five Judicators, ten Free Guild Handgunners, six Griffhounds, four Fulminators, three Aetherwings, five Chameleon Skinks, five Camo Skinks. No, five Chameleon Skinks, five Chameleon Skinks, two Achillean Alapexes, Stormkeep Patrol, Everblaze Comet. And a partridge in a pear tree, Rob. This it's all there. It's all yep. there, See? Uh yeah, like I like it. I think it's good. There's a Please load of it, stuff. Man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It oh Matt, feels uh, like an old Oh, is he in the chat there? Is it Matt Rules you okay, is that yours? I'm not giving up on your list. I like your list. I think it's good. I like I think it's interesting. I hope that that's okay. Or are you talking about the Star Drake list? Because um, if it's the Star Drake list, I just think think it's a tough time in the mid game, but we'll see. Um, you're looking for that Star Trek to do a lot of work, and it's it's not quite a gulking on Terror Guys, is it? It's not quite a gulking on Foot, mate. <laughs> really not. Not really not. So there's a lot. There's a lot of really. There's a lot of really fun stuff in in order this time around, which I think, and I think we're going to have some really exciting games. People are going to have some real fun. There's already as we're looking across. The, the death destruction and order grand alliances there's a lot of new stuff and a lot of different stuff so it looks like it's going to be a really fun tournament um so yeah uh, owen just take us through chaos shall you yes yeah i'm conscious of time um mm. so i'm gonna just rattle through but i don't want to disrespect any of the work that people have put into these lists so um we've got a lot of uh, a lot of chaos players uh, i think chaos chaos and order obviously the um you know the the the, the the top factions, uh, mm-hmm. I think, or the top grand alliances, um, and then uh, so we've got yeah. There's um, there's a single beast of chaos list. Uh, he's running dark walkers, where with the desolating beast herd. This feels like a mixture between like the old goat daca list that we saw Blagan run, and then he's got some Bestigore ambushing. So there's a lot of stuff going to be coming off with the board edges, and he's got sort of sixty Bestigore and seventy Ungor with the trumpet that makes them better. So. That's fun. And also, it's the one Beast of Chaos player. So that, I believe this is Alex. And um, he's going to have a great time and win the hearts and minds of many people because he's playing a wonderful book. Um, another similarly wonderful book, Rob. We've got the Blades of Corn. We've got five Corn players. I yes. know. Definitely inspired by you. <laughs> or oh, um, James and his incredible successes in the Honest Smackdown showdown. Yes. Uh, I would just like to say, um, Owen, bringing out the big burn, uh, I have, I've played Star Drakes. I love Star Drakes in uh, Living City, so I'm not shitting on Stormcast at all. I just want Star Drakes to be better. If they had more output, then they'd be amazing. Minus one to, like, the, uh, the, 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 the minus one to cast debuff within 18 inches, if you can alpha that Star Drake in, can be super powerful. So, um, yeah, I don't want anyone to think that I'm... Also, on, the uh, bite ability. If we get if we get coherency come to Age of Sigma like it is in 40k, the bite ability goes. The stonks on that are right through the roof. Mm-hmm. You can diamond hands or diamond jaws that right to the moon. So uh, something to think about there. Sweet. Um, so jumping back to corn. Um, so we've got five lists. Uh, we've got two sat within Reapers of Vengeance. So there's one which is like a combination between Gore Pilgrims and Tyrants. So you know you've got Scarbrand and some other Bloodthirsters. Um, uh, and then obviously the Gore Pilgrims Battalion to, to give that big bubble of plus one attack. Uh, there's an Archeon corn list, but it only actually has two War Scrolls from the corn book, and one of those is Judgment. So I think that that 
uh, does sort of show some of the inadequacies of the corn book. Uh, but that's yeah, that's an archaon with an insensate rage, and you know, a load. All the battle line is warriors, and there's a war shrine. So the wind up archaeon, much like we saw what Morton was running, um, uh, and then uh, we've got three Gortide lists. Um, there's one with a demon prince and a load of slaves to darkness uh, units. There's one again, another heavy slaves to darkness sort of synergy force. I don't know if anyone's listened to the Ever Chosen podcast, those guys over in Austin, Texas area, but there's a mm-hmm. they chatted, there's a guy on that who chatted about his list recently, and this looks like a version of that. So lots love of war the, shrines. Love those guys. Yeah, brilliant guys, and and lots of uh, lots of war shrines, lots of um, warriors, and, and and a big buff engine, basically, lots of synergy. Um, and then there's another list then with uh, a combo, double battalion, so Gore Pilgrims and Bloodforged, which I like in Gortide. Because it's the only way you can get run and tar- run and charge. So twenty blood warriors, Rob, with run and charge and fighting when they die is actually a really good pinning piece. Forty wounds um, with a four. They've got four up, haven't they? Yeah, they've got a four up save, um, and you can get a load of buffs on them. Uh, so they actually do some work as well. Um, they can potentially be. Um, I'm not sure on what his priest loadout is, but he might be able to make the battleship immune. Um, but yeah, I, I actually think that's. That's all right because you auto you run and charge and you auto run six as part of the run. That's that's what their command ability is. So it's it's actually pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. And the, you get good artifacts. You can you can build a wonderful chaos lord on Carcadrac inside of the Gortide. Ethereal plus one damage. Yeah, he fucks. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. <laughs> I like that. That's a thing now. Like I see people being like, "Hey, I got a new unit. It fucks," and I'm like, "I'm like that. That's a thing. That's yeah, good." Everyone knows exactly what that means. Um, <laughs> Maggot King of Nurgle. Uh, we've got three lists, and we have 135 Blight Kings. Rob. Fuck me. Fuck, because the new Nurgle isn't as of the Broken Realms. Is as of net yet in effect. Yeah, I mean, everyone should be ready. For Nurgle demons to be busted as hell, to be honest with you, I played Hype against six, six beasts of Nurgle the other night, and they are an absolute menace. So yeah, anyway, I, I don't expect to see so many Blessed Sons lists moving forward, but yeah, it, it's kind of like again, a, a lot of these lists we know that forty plus kings is really strong. So it's how else do you flavor it? Do you go uh, put a Harbinger of Decay to make them tank more? Do you maybe go with Bellacor for a bit more control? So I think Buckets' list is 45 kings and he's got Bellacor in there as well. Um, or, you know, always they've got a great unclean one for the plus three move um, and they are fast as hell. It's a great it's a great 4-1 list, I think, the uh, the Blight Syst uh, with, the, with the kings. So hopefully mm-hmm. one of those players is looking to tip it over the edge. Um, and then Skaven. Um, actually, no, let's keep it within the gods. So we've got then Slanesh. We've got three Slanesh lists, Rob. Um, wow. There's two Godseekers and a Lurid Haze. Um, uh, nice to see Tavi Gain actually having another go with getting um, uh, getting Slanesh to work. I think he didn't use Lurid Haze last time, but he's got Glutos and the Fomeroid Crusher, the, the trick that you were doing the other night against me, you know, throwing rocks at your own own people but i think tavi is going to use his depravity rather than you who is just like saving it all like scrooge mcduck on a big pile of coins just, when the um, bond cloud doesn't go your way and you get reverse bond clouded you don't you don't get more into that it's just how it <laughs> um, works. and then there are two uh what i'm calling speed kill there's a speed kills chariot spam list which yep. i'm actually going to talk about in a bit so we'll come back to that um and then there's a really interesting list uh, i do actually like fiends He's got two units of six fiends mm-hmm. with Glutos and a keeper in there. So with Glutos's bubble, double and minus one to hit. 
be minus two to hit and minus yeah. one to wound. Um, so yeah, some con- nice control there. Um, Unless so yeah, anyone I, just mortals off one of them, and then it's a disaster. Yeah, yeah. It does a little bit of that. <laughs> like, like I get um, it. Like I get it. And then running them around together is quite interesting. I really, I, I really do. Uh, like, like uh, we'll see. We'll see. Like you know, maybe they can file in, pile in attack twice. Um, I, I think yeah. Let's go for it. Like let's. Root, I'm rooting for the twelve fiends. That's what I'm going to say. Glots and the twelve fiends. I'm rooting for you. Someone's putting it on the tabletop. Let's go. Yeah, deal. Uh, and then the zinch list. This is going to lead in nicely. Uh, we've got we've got nine zinch lists, um, but no eternal conflagration. I think everyone's realised that that's uh, horrible to play against. So they've uh, they've put the flamers away for a bit. Um, we've got. Uh, let me see. We've got six host arcanum lists, Rob. Six of them. A single host duplicitous, a single multitudinous host, and a single unbound flux. Um, and the so... Guild of Summoners. Oh, yeah, Guild of Summoners. Yeah, that's my favorite list. Oh, God, yeah, because you're a horrible person. Um... <laughs> so, yeah, the, uh, the host arcanum lists, effectively, what we have is uh, we have four lists which are Archeon, a Sorcerer Lord, and Kairos, and then flavour to taste. So um you've got one's got a Bray Shaman, one's got a Bellacore, one's got Blue Scribes and more Ender Spells, and one's got a War Shrine. So if you've got your core of of of, uh, of the host Arcanum list, um then it seems to be, you know, what what little extra element do you want to throw in there? Um there's there's one which is Archeon. This is Gutsman Stewart's playing uh, Host Duplicitous this weekend. I've played against this list and it's disgusting. So he's got Archeon, a Sorcerer Lord Kairos, and his special bit of flavor is Glutos. So Archeon's going to be minus one to hit from being a Zeech Demon and minus one to hit from from Glutos's spell. So um, and you can't retreat from him. So a, a slightly different way of playing that Host Arch- uh, sorry Zeech Archeon. Um, and, and he's also and got then, the Heed Knights. He's also got the Heed Knights keyword as well. So even if you're able to do some damage, one of the problems that you find, I think, when you have an Archeon inside the Host Arcanum lists is normally they get tanked up, they run forward, they run out of buff range, and then they normally fall apart. However, like the minus, the additional plus one to hit, uh, sorry, minus one to hit coming out of Glutos, obviously is going to be really beneficial in helping with that survivability. However, the commandability from Glutos as well is also going to affect Archeon because it's Hedonite units. So it's a big heal coming out of the commandability on the War Scroll that's on Glutos, and you are able to use that even though he's an ally. So you can also put some significant healing into Archeon as well in a Zinch list, which is not good. Yeah, because I believe that the FAQ has clarified that when Archeon attacks, it's not with a single weapon profile. So if anyone that doesn't know, when you, it's basically if you overkill. So if you kill 20 Marauders, but you did 40 damage, then you can effectively heal Archeon 20 wounds. That's the way it works, right? It's basically the overspill. Um, yeah, I actually have to think, just a little note on this. Um, I think Alan, I'll come back to it. But one of the host Arcanum lists is my pick for a specific reason uh, but then yeah there's one rob which uh, he might have seen one of your breakfast battles because he's got four fate skimmers and 48 screamers when you then add on another six screamers it's just it's all about that uh you know that sky shark life isn't it zooming around yeah uh black toby is, is in the chat listen that's gonna be a tough that's gonna be an uphill battle let me tell you but uh I, i'm looking it's not bad owen it's not great either like and like if you go up against the right uh 20 d3 mortal wounds against wizards you and me hope that but you have to be drawn against wizards that's the major drama uh so we'll see 
Um, and also, just to, to point out, the Lumineth, uh, only one model counts as a wizard, I think. So I think it does. It's only, yeah, yeah, it's only the, uh, the the High Warden or whatever they're called. Um, but then there's one interesting one, Rob, the Unbound Flux one. I've never seen it. He's taken an Arcanite Cabal. He's got two Zinch Demon Princes and a, and a, and a nice combat threat in nine Zangor Enlightened on Disc. He's got some decent um, buffs there because I think he gets plus one to cast from uh, either the from the from the sub faction and also he gets plus one to cast for a CP from the Demon Prince. So he's going to be able to get his spells off. Um, I, I, I can't I don't know exactly what it all does, but it looked it's nice to see something different, right? Unbound Flux is not something that I've seen. No, we rarely see it. We rarely see it. And yeah, like you said, the Double Demon Prince is an, an interesting take on it. I think, though, actually, if you look at what we've been talking about in the list so far, is um, uh, Eternal Conflagration has got all the output all the time, forever and ever and ever. Yeah, and then Archeon's also got the output and also the survivability. That's kind of like the way the lists generally work. And then my favorite list, the Guild of Summoners list, with 70 pink horrors in the multitudinous host, is the best list. That's the best one. That's effectively 350 wounds on the board at the start also not forgetting they can all try and um guild of summoners is your ability to bring on a lot of change for only nine fate points um and they've got two characters as well so they genuinely they could potentially uh generate that that enough fate points to bring on that lord of change turn one which would be quite cool but even then if it's not like that's a that's a list owen i think you might get bogged down in the midfield um against something like super tanky however like, you're doing a lot of shots, 30 shots coming out of each unit of 10 pink horrors. Like, I would take that list and probably throw it into uh, Eternal Conflagration for the rend, but it's still a lot of shots. I'd, I'd probably take that list and uh, throw it into the sea. <laughs> but, you know, I can't imagine that that would be fun to play or play against. No offense to the player in any way. But um... Well, can we not have... Age of Senmar makes a great point. Can we not have the 80 Sentinels versus the the pink horror list and it will just be the greatest game of all time i'm in i'm out i'm so far out i'm so far out. i'm sat in the garden not even thinking about warhammer um, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. moving swiftly on we've got some slaves to darkness lists um and two props to anti for you maybe putting down the top tier filth uh, oh yeah colonel cabbage saying that yeah the multitudinous host for those that don't know effectively it gives you um, what's it called? Fold reality without having to uh, roll any dice. So you basically get D three pink horrors back into. I'm not sure if it's each or, or or one. If it's each, then we're in trouble, Rob. I don't think 160 sentinels can do that. Uh, let's have a look. Did he multitudinous host? Can't wait for him to read it. Oh god, this is going to be like Nathan with Seraphon War Scroll, isn't it? Yeah. What? Hold on, here we go. Uh, uh, at the start of your hero phase, you can return D3 slain horrors of each model to each friendly horror. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, it's really good. It's really good. It's, re yeah, re really it's good. so fun. Imagine it's just the best. Imagine throwing uh, an ender spell through your own army. It's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> get so it back in, lads. <laughs> oh man okay yeah 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 brilliant uh, well i did reality. see somebody if you if you if you ever if you ever really tried you're like damned hardest you put fold reality in and you put um uh emerald life swarm in the list as well he's be like oh yeah more d3s more d3s um but 
you know, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But that's a great this list. This is saying more about your psychographic profile as a human being than anything else, Rob. It's yeah. torturous. Yeah. It's torturous. <laughs> it would take you. It would take you hours to finish a game. So many dice. Uh, but it would just be yeah. Lee Bromley, I love the sound of that list. Lee Bromley, message me. Let's play it. It's great. Yeah, right. yeah. Lee, Lee Bromley can play that because for every D three horrors he gets back, he has to do D three shots, and we'll see if he gets to turn five. I reckon that's the that's that's the play there. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so it only looks like ninety wounds, but it's three hundred and fifty wounds uh, on the board before heals, and then because you heal pink horrors, right? That's the you do a slain model, so basically every time you heal one pink horror, then you're healing effectively five. So if you do manage to heal an average, like if for some reason all eight of your units take a wound, uh, then you heal the average of uh, of eight uh, because it'll be eight. No, actually, wait, is that right? Yeah, eight units. No, seven units, sorry. Um, that means they'll heal 14, uh, and that obviously counts as 35 wounds. Is that right? Is that the math? What's 14 times five? No, 50... No, I'm wrong. <laughs> 70 yeah, wounds. Set 70 wounds a turn. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. On average, oh it's God. only 70 wounds a turn. If you roll a D6 um, on a battle shot, if you roll a 1 on the on the D6 on the banner, though, you get another D6 if that helps you. Yeah. I think we need to move on, Rob, because this isn't, in, you know, this isn't making me, you know, excited about fun. the weekend or anything of that nature, okay? But, okay, fine. You know. Fine. Okay, that's what's next. <laughs> Next, we've got Slaves to Darkness. So we've got Antu is running uh, Bellacore and 120 Marauders inside of Cabalists. So that'll be fun. Um, and then there is a Plague-Touched Varengard list, the classic, the big bomb, Rob, the big nine. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be um, nine piling in six inches, can't retreat Varengard, which, which you kill yourself on. Like a big anvil covered in slime that's so sticky that you can't get away from it and you're just like killing yourself with like you know toxic bile it's um yeah it's pretty horrible to play um oh my god lee bromley love it i'm getting the pink contrast out this weekend nathan also nathan also in the chat just shouted no who by the way we played we played multitudinous host me and him against each other it was fucking awful but i also think we played blade's edge and i gave him the first turn and he just won <laughs> it was terrible <laughs> it's a great um, game though um the last uh, yeah. the last of the factions is is skaven tide and you know we've got one of our we've got zydy guy is playing skaven in his first tts tournament um so that'll be good to see that's um, great he is running double congregation though there's another theme here rob this is 120 plague monks with a double uh double plague furnace um so again it's that real swamp um yeah, and another another list that's gonna it will take some time to play that, but you know, Plague Monk's still wreck face. Um so I'll be yeah, I think he could do well. And then um uh, a player that always plays Skaven regardless. Uh, this is Doctor Whom, who's a Maciej Majewski. Um he's taking hundred and ten storm vermin, forty clan rats, and then double screaming bell um for the Battleshock immunity. So again, another rat swamp list. Um, you're not not really seeing those vermin lords at all or anything. It, it's very much getting bodies on the board, right, Rob? That's what we need, bodies on the board. It's all you need to take out tournaments at this stage. You just need as many bodies as you can get on the tabletop. Like, and like, and and that's been a bit of a theme of most of the lists that we've looked about, looked at so far, right? Mm -hmm. 
yeah and if people are putting bodies on the board then they're trying to then mitigate uh you know big losses by having uh, access to battleshock community so in both those scaven lists the bell and the furnace give out battleshock immunity um so yeah they're not they're not having to spend the cp on that and they're um maybe using the cp certainly from the in the screaming bell list he's got the claw lord in there to be able to spam the cp whoa look at that big subs there rob tier one oh wow Thanks to Nurgle Matthew for donating 10 gift subscriptions in the chat. That's incredibly lovely of you. Uh, he's very excited about the fact that his Nurgle demons uh, might be worth something in the future. And the answer is they are. So that's very lovely of you. Thanks, Nurgle Matthew. That's great. Um, it, I think maybe the idea of 120 plague monks with keyword Nurgle got him excited too. So uh, appreciated. That's very lovely of you. You're a superstar. Um, yeah, go on. Uh, what are you saying, Owen? Just, just the fact that um, the 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 ability to get the battleshock immunity off on those bells um, means that he can save the CP to pump into the storm vermin, giving them plus one attack from the claw lord. Because forty storm vermin with plus one attack, they'll kill Archeon. I can confirm they'll kill Archeon because they did it. So um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, be nice to see. I always, I don't know, Skaven's another one of those armies like Corn that's just, I don't know, just a fine caliber of player plays Skaven. So um, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> oh yeah, that was said with zero uh, sarcasm. I love, I love, I love Skaven, and I love. I think Skaven are great. Skaven. I think you can play some yeah. super fun Skaven. Yesterday, someone was asking me what hobby I'd done over the past year, and I was like, I'd forgotten I'd painted an entire Skaven army, and I was like, Oh yeah, that's sweet. Uh, so, <laughs> like, uh, really excited for that. Um, okay, so uh, head heart and head heart and mind or wild, wild card head heart and wild card. Yes. Um, my stomach's about to eat itself, so I better make it quick because uh, I need to go and eat some food. Same. So let's rattle through this. Um, head pick, Rob. Do you want to start? I always start. You start. What's your head pick? Oh, it's, it's, it's Leo. It's Leo Dilton all day. 70 pink horrors. It's my head pick. Like there are loads of good, there are loads of good options for things that will do really well. Night Simply Throne and Plague Touch was a good example. I think any of the Luminath lists potentially could take something out. Um, I think like there's some really good skill cap stuff there. I think the KO list could do well. I think the Fire Slayers list could do well, especially because of the battle plans. Um, I think that there's some real good options. I think even the IDK lists, which are pretty wild, and of course Marathi, like they're all out there. Like they're all very viable. But I love the idea of drowning the board. Uh, with uh, 70 pink horrors and I think it can win as soon as I saw it I was like yeah man like because you looked at the characters they're not even a lot of change it's just two weak ass characters but if there's no character missions it doesn't matter and that's so many wounds and also a lot of output you're just rolling a metric ton of dice it's uh what is it 70 it's 210 shooting attacks per turn uh per shooting phase like I, I like it I think it's good um, so I'm going to go with that for my uh, for my head pick, and also, can you get through it? I don't know. Yeah, what? As in, can you get through the deployment of it or or not? Well, I mean, I mean, one of the key points when you look about the Blight Kings, it's a lot of wounds, but there's wounds on very few models. Like if I throw two units of, I could comfortably throw two units of ten pink horrors on objectives there, and still have thirty to push with, and you're never grabbing those objectives. That's a hundred wounds on those objectives, like which I think is really key. Um, so yeah, I, I like it. I think it's fun. Uh, should it be in the game? Probably not. But my head pick is is those. What's yours? Okay, uh, my head pick. I'm just going to chuck it in the chat. Um, 
we talked about him before. He's played. I've played him many times. He turns up to all these tournaments, always does well. Alan joins. I think he's got the pick of the Zinch lists for me because I wouldn't be surprised to see a Zinch Archeon mirror at some point between, because there's not only have a lot of people taken Zinch Archeon, but they've also, it's the good, like very good players that do very well. And I think in the mirror, uh, having Bellacor, his is the only one with Bellacor, and in the mirror being able to shut down uh, Archeon or shut down um, Kairos could be the real key turning point in the game. So um, uh, my head pick is is, is Alan Joins, um, which is the uh, Zinch host Arcanum. I've just put it in the chat if people want to read along. Um, I, probably player skill is coming into it a bit, and also the fact that, yeah, I expect him to do well. So Kairos, Archeon, a Sorcerer Lord, Bellacor, three units of ten Acolytes, uh, Umbral Spell Portal, Darkfire, Demon Rift. Um, yeah, it's got all the juice. Um, and I do believe it would be something that could could punk um, all of the... Uh, punk and control something like hundred you know, 200 bodies or 200 wounds all over the border. Uh, I think it could do well. So yeah, Alan's, Alan's my head pick. Um, what what got you in the feels, Rob? What grabbed you by the heart? And won't Daniel go? got me in the feels. Yeah. Oh, Daniel got me got me with some underdust. So Ogre Moor tribes, four um, iron blasters in underguts, and then uh, is it four stone horns? Yeah, four stone horns in underguts. That's what got me in the feels. All about that list. I think it's cool. I think it'll look great on the tabletop, and I'm just obsessed with Ogre Moor tribes now as a book. Just flat obsessed. Winter Tribe, Iron Guts, like Iron Gutsman and Iron Guts, like all about it. Like, it's great. It's just, yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm doing it. That's that's for me. That's right in the heart. That's what I'm going for. What about you? I just want to address uh, Adam in the chat saying, so uh, do we all non-Zinch players just not show up boring? Nah, man, not at all. What are you talking about? Of course, all, I'm, all we're doing is picking out a couple of things that we think might do quite well or some interesting stuff, but... You know, I think Adam is one of the daughters players, and I, I expect there's this, you know, there's lots of armies that can take out the tournament and lots of lists. Um, I just think that we will see Zeech Archeon on the top tables, and I think that's the best Zeech Archeon list. So that's I uh, think we're also seeing daughters reasoning. on the top tables. Oh hell yeah, and Seraphon, and you know, this uh, the Fire Slayers list could be doing really well. Um, yeah, and it's just our opinion, right? We have you know 24 hours to rattle through these and and have a look. Um, so my heart pick is actually a slanesh list uh rob um, i think i just want to play i want to see it play caradron overlords because it's an imp you know me i quite like my impact hits slanesh chariot lists so this yep. is john Cately. uh he's got contorted epitome uh blade bringer on an exalted chariot another blade bringer on an exalted chariot three units of 10 demonettes and then four exalted chariots so these exalted chariots are the ones that do mortal wounds on the charge um to everything within an inch so if you charge into a caradron overlord's boat you hit all of the heroes inside for d6 mortal wounds as well um so i just think it could make a really cool moment where you've got yeah just chariots rocketing around blowing stuff up with mortal wounds um and i like it yeah it's, okay. it's fast it's punchy it's quite low drop um well relatively low drop so yeah i think john's I'd, please, I'd be intrigued to see how John's uh, Slanesh list goes. Yeah. 
And he's got, as Rev521 says, Epicurean Revels gives gives him mortal wounds. Yes, I think it's a bit overpriced, Revelers. Revelers used to be better than it is now, I think. But anyway, uh, so yeah, John, John's my heart pick. Okay, uh, my wild card, wild card is not one, not two, not three, not, well, it is four. It's four Hurricanums. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's five. It's fifty Phoenix Guard. And it's four Hurricanums and then two Ballistas. I think that that is a great pick. Um, I don't think it's going to win, which probably is the point of a wild card. But it's the one that I'd like to see go up the wild. Maybe it's a bit boring. Like I don't know. Maybe like I just think it's super fun. I mean, the other ones out there, like there, there's some obviously really fun builds. Like the four turtles is a thing as well. Most of the gits lists, the Boingrots list, I think is really really good. All the Thunder Tusks are also a wild card in there as well. I think that's really nice. Um, and even even I'm just going to say it now, the Fire Slayers with the two gun haulers, like I talked about. Um, I think they could do well, and I think they make the army more dynamic to play against. But I'm just going to go it for Hurricanums. I took it to a tournament before myself, so I'm just kind of like emotionally tied to it. I think it's fun. Plus, just laser beams, man. They're but they're carts. You're like, what did you lose to? Was it a dragon? Was it a mighty dead frog? What was it? Like, no, it's just a cart. It was just a cart pulled by two ponies. That's all it was. And like, that's good. That's what you want to lose to. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm going for. I'm going for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain, brain lasers for the winner. What even is it? What is a storm of Shemtech? Does it come from that sort of swirling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they bring it down. It's like nice. also great spell. Chain lightning's a great spell. Yeah, and the plus one to. Uh, oh, they don't get that because they haven't got a battle mage. But yeah, no, that sounds cool. Um, surprisingly for me, uh, I'm gonna, as I trailed earlier, I'm gonna say. Um, it's Luke Willoughby's Fire Slayers list, just because it's very different. Um, actually, John, who we just talked about, his Slanesh list, he, pl- he runs Vostag a lot. Um, but yeah, Vostag just means you've got the fastest version of um, fastest little ginger missiles ever. Um, mm-hmm. So they can, they get, you get a run, there's obviously a run and charge rune that you can blaze. And then there's, you know, uh, you get six inch space run um with these guys um so they're pretty damn fast um and yeah he's lent into some different battalions you know he's gone forge brethren which uh is the half the auric half guards he's got some shooters in there which do well into monsters and then he's got the special um vostag warrior kinbad so this is the three units of volkites which have the picks so they have the the rend um minus one rend and it gives them plus one attack wholly within 12 of the rune sun i believe um so they can actually put out some damage you know and obviously they can fight on death once per game he's got minus one rend from all the berserkers and then he's sorry from all the volkites and then he's got his big unit of hearthguard with the broad axes so um he's obviously not uh, with so many archeons around making you re-roll your sixes it does mean um the uh the, the pole axes are, are are not quite um the best option when you're loading out your half guard at the moment so yeah he's got access to the good rend when he puts the rend rune on them um yeah i just think it's cool and and we're always looking for some different stuff right um i'm sure there's a number of synergies and things i'm missing but um yeah low drop there's a magma drop in there um i'd like to see him go four one i'd like to see it. with a decent run i think he can definitely get four one out of this list so yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Me. No, I, I, I think it's quite cool, and it's fun that both of us have talked about fire slayers this time around. Because I get it. I get, I get the beef with them. 
but I think exploring the book so it plays different. I mean, it feels like you have to play the way it, it tells you to play because why wouldn't you? It's so goddamn strong. Um, but, you know, like exploring that book, I think is interesting. And I would say that that's the takeaway actually from today's show, Owen, is that lots of people are exploring lots of new armies and obviously a lot of refreshes as well. Like, obviously, we've got Croak to come out, but Bellacore we already know is going to change and change up some of how these lists are put together. So we're in a very like, we, we, it's just a bit fun. It's fun to see everyone who's playing at the event really exploring a different list. So I'm, I'm hyped for that. So um, appreciate all the people turning up. There, the games will be streamed this weekend. You can watch it live on the onswargamer.com. Uh, obviously, not that on Twitch. Um, forward slash theonestwargamer.com. Also, don't put .com on. I'm just talking now. Uh, Owen, uh, thanks for doing this with me today. It's been lovely. Ah, oh, you're welcome, man. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. It's been a bright, sunny day, and I'm looking forward to a bright, sunny weekend of of, of Warhammer funs. So I've got to go and do some normal work now. Oh, forget, do you want to do the draw? I think okay. There's a lot of people watching who want to see the draw matchups. Okay, let's do the matchups. This is kind of traditional now, Rob, that you press yep. the big button. So oh. anybody watching though, and I'll put it in the Discord, uh, there is a the caveat button. that if people drop, then we're going to have to rejig. But so don't be upset if your pairing does change because there are there may be some people that drop at the last minute. But we are going. Let's do the pairings now. I've done it. Woohoo! Right, let's let's refresh. There we go. Oh, Morton with his uh, is is against Kim. That's great. So some fun list. Rich Hannes versus Alex Vizsla. Um, That's the Beasts of Chaos versus Seraphon. So yeah, a oh, nice easy Pask. one. Oh my god, Pask with his Yetis is against the 70. Leo. The oh, 70. No. <laughs> Ooh, Gutsman is playing um, Shane Ford. That'll be a good match. So that's all the Tempest Eye, Dwarf and Guns versus um, Archeon and, and Friends in Zinch. Um... MJ got Tiger Sloth. Uh, I can't remember what this Tiger Sloth got. Anyway, everyone can have a little read through and, and figure out who they've got. It's terrible um, that it doesn't tell you what army they're running. Like in this oh, Luke process. Willoughby versus Forgive. That's quite a big, a big round one. So that's the uh, that's Seraphon versus uh, Luke's Fire Slayer list that we just talked through. Uh, we've got uh, a big uh, Mitch. That's Plague Touched Warband versus Blight Kings. So that's going to be just an absolute... Oh, nice. We've got a pretty good matchup in Dayton O'Bray, uh, co-host, uh, playing against Casper uh, with his uh, Zinch Archeon, I imagine. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, so... Awesome. Yeah. Really fun. Okay. Well, tune in tomorrow for all of that. It's going to be very, very cool. Uh, you guys can tune in for that. Owen, any shout outs before we head out today? Uh, I'll shout out um, my team, fellow Team Wales players. I've had a nice uh, chat with them this week, looking at future plans for the team and stuff. So I'm going to shout out to all those guys, Mark Brooks and, uh, and Dan and Alex and, um, and Chris and Rick and anyone I've missed. Yeah, so shouts to Team Wales. Look forward to playing some Warhammer with them soon. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it. All right. Nice, nice. Well, let's go raid someone and then uh, go have an adventure. That's what we should do today. Everyone look after yourselves. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, obviously, you can go look at the list in the links and all that jazz um, and then tune in tomorrow. And it's going to be really, really fun. Owen, thanks for doing this with me today. Um, you guys have been great fun. Uh, and join me again tomorrow. Obviously, uh, we'll also be getting to find out what's happening with the new Nighthawk War Scrolls tomorrow. There's some new Seraphon battalions. Uh, lots going on uh, over the next couple of days. So looking forward to it. Thanks, everyone. I'll see you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>